Hello, and welcome to another in our series of audio podcasts featuring speakers at the upcoming Shishma 2014 Hospital Marketing Meeting. I'm Lonnie Hirsch, co-founder of Healthcare Success, and today our guest is Jamie Shields, Senior Director of eBusiness at Aurora Healthcare, serving communities throughout eastern Wisconsin and northern Illinois. Jamie will be speaking at the Shishmid Conference on the topic, Creating Mobile Experiences to Extend Primary Care Engagement. Jamie, welcome and thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me today. I really appreciate it. Aurora Healthcare has launched a mobile application, as we understand it. It's designed to extend the primary care relationship to daily interactions. Uh, Can you tell us what inspired your organization to develop this app? Absolutely. As part of our overarching digital strategy, we continue to expand in digital and social spaces. And mobile has been a very hot area for not only us, but we know a lot of healthcare organizations. So as part of our mobile strategy, we spent uh, quite a bit of time really trying to understand what's the right way for us to enter the market? Is this a, a buy versus build option? What is the right strategic alignment that needs to be put together to really drive this Uh, app forward and in a very purposeful and meaningful way. So as part of our digital strategy, we we decided to pursue the what we'll call a mobile app beta, where we developed a narrow focus on trying to find a way to extend the relationship between primary care physicians and their patients. And the app has been designed uh, to focus on really using content, game mechanics, and other features to engage a variety of users in that healthcare journey, and all of that's really built against this idea of, as I said, extending that relationship outside of the office between primary care physicians and their patients. Let me ask uh, if you can tell us some examples of those kinds of daily interactions that are available through the app. So what we did from a a user-centered design standpoint, we met with a variety of uh, physicians in the organization, our primary care leadership, and really tried our best to understand what those uh, different types of users were and what content would resonate with them. So what we did as part of our content strategy and planning was to identify at a very high level three types of activity levels, we'll say, uh, a low engagement user, uh, with their healthcare, medium and high. So with those different aspects, we created a variety of different content categories that fell within those different areas. And from there, we worked with primary care physicians, dietitians, sports medicine, um, nutritionists, and a variety of other folks and our care management teams to build content that aligned with those one, different activity groups, and two, key elements that physicians encourage patients to uh, participate in. So from an activity standpoint, um, how the system works is you log into the app, create your account, and from there you can pick um, activities. And they range in size from, again, taking a walk over lunch to running a half marathon. So that allows us to kind of cover the gamut of the, the low engaged. Taking a walk is a big first step versus the highly engaged user where they're planning for half marathons and 5Ks and things of that nature. So the content is designed where you would log in and say, I took a walk over lunch and I will get X number of points um, for that activity. The activities are also connected to each other um, to allow users to do two things. One, the more points you get, um, the sooner you can level up. So from beginner 
um, to novice to other things as you work your way higher. And then second, the activities combine from a points value standpoint to give you badges. <clears throat> so for example, if you do a variety of, let's say you walk five days a week and do one um, 5K uh, run at some point, you'll get a badge called Run Forest Run. A nice graphic of the tennis shoe, um, kind of a fun, uh, gets you kind of a title with uh, the Run Forest Run. Um, but the, the, the activities are designed to work independently, to work towards leveling up, and then to also work towards badging. And we have a variety uh, of different activities, a variety of different levels that are aligned with these different categories. And then along with the category of low, medium, and high, we also have them batched by nutritional, seasonal, um, preventative. So there's, there's a, a very robust content strategy behind the scenes where we organized all this information and surface it all through the application. So what happens with the badges? Do they get some other than the recognition? Is there something that's associated with that? Yeah, there's a couple of things that we were piloting with the app. So when the initial team got together, we made the decision. Um, we didn't have the skill set we, we wanted in-house, so we found a local partner to, to work with us to build this application. And when they first put the, we'll call it the wish list of features and functions together, um, there was a very robust idea of, you know, a, a large amount of functionality in the app that was married with a website where you could share those badges, compete against other people, and things of that nature. Well, very small budget um, we initially had to work with, so um, out of the gate we didn't get to some of the uh, collaborative features that we wanted. So with the apps or with those badges, um, once you get them, you can share them from the app socially. Um, again, that reward recognition with uh, friends or other people um, on your social networks. And also um, items that if you chose to, you could share them with a physician. And that was more of a in-the-office experience rather than a digital experience. Um, and the moral of that story is we had big ideas on how to extend the app and, to your question, present the value proposition related to the, that idea of rewards and recognition. Um, we didn't get to implement it all in the first wave. Um, so we started with social sharing, where you could share those badges on your Facebook profile and, and other areas, which was part of why, from a content strategy standpoint, we tried to give them you know, fun and interesting names. So to some extent, they were a little bit more shareable, a little bit more interesting um, as, as you shared those with other people. So do the primary care physicians or those offices, is there a way that they interact with patients through the app, or is it just something that's pushed out through your e-business department and it's not uh, you know, a dialogue with the sure. office? Um, in release one, it's not. Um, other than physicians do promote them in their offices. We have you know, handout cards and QR codes that allow people to download the apps. Um, the the long-run plan, and what we heard from users was for this to be really meaningful, it does need to integrate with my health record or be shareable with my physician via email or, or some mechanism like that. Um, it, this has been a very interesting journey. As I said, we, we kind of have multiple releases that we have planned. Um, but in this first batch with the budget and time that we had, we had the core functionality. And we did, we've done some user research to better understand what might be in future releases. Um, but the initial thing is just a way, once you're outside of that office, to do um, to make good choices 
<clears throat> what we found in the planning and research for this was the big idea is really around the small things. It's the little decisions, it's the little activities um, that one, incrementally start to change behavior and make people feel good about what they're doing um, and, and again, rewarding themselves for these little behaviors around simply logging the fact that I had vegetables for lunch or I took a walk or, you know, I spent time playing, you know, with, with the kids uh, outside after, after work. So very incremental small things to encourage people to make healthy choices. Other than uh, promoting it in the doctor's offices, uh, are there any other ways that you promote the app on their website or where else? Yeah, so um, promotion on the homepage of AuroraHealthcare.org, which is our flagship website. Um, lots of cards and flyers, uh, email promotions were used, um, in-clinic display. Uh, there were signages and, again, QR codes. Um, a lot of internal vehicles to promote um, the activity. Um, it, it's been an interesting thing as you look at the, the, the issue as healthcare providers look at um, the mobile health space is it's a very, very, very competitive space. Um, there's some data that shows there's, you know, over 23,000 mobile health apps in iTunes. Uh, 16,000 of those are consumer-oriented. You're starting to see what I assume will be significant disruption um, by organizations like Apple and Google um, and Microsoft re-entering the health space for Microsoft and Google and Apple's, you know, release of HealthKit, significant activity and disruption. So our beta was really designed to dip our toe in the water and really understand some of the activities and behaviors, and frankly, to help us decide from a long-run standpoint, should we invest the time, energy, resources, dollars in building our own suite of apps, or, or is it the right choice to partner um, with other organizations who already are in the mobile space or have the resources to um, <clears throat> leverage their infrastructure much more aggressively than we do. So this was really a learning exercise for us to really understand what's that competitive space look like, what's the effort associated with building and supporting an application like this, and outside of that, <clears throat> looking at the content strategy and game mechanics and other functionality and frankly, areas of expertise that we would need to build into the team to continue to support uh, this type of an application. So it's been a very interesting journey for us as we really understand how the technology works, the content strategy required to support something like this, and frankly, at the end of the day, the consumer need, the patient need, that if I'm really going to use this, it has to hook into my health record, it has to be more shareable, it has to have other features that we didn't initially have in the beta launch. Is there a way you are able to measure how much the app is actually being used? Uh, I mean, I'm sure you can measure how often it's downloaded, but uh, is there a way to measure activity? So what uh, we have some uh, analytics tracking code in the application. So from a, a key performance indicator standpoint, um, we initially track the number of downloads. Uh, there is a, a light registration, an email opt-in uh, that we were tracking um, inside of the app. We also had um, small advertisements, so we could cross-promote primary care or our electronic health record or other things. So we were tracking ad clicks, uh, social shares, and ratings within those app stores. So those were the high-level KPIs. And then behind the scenes, we were tracking, you know, what are the 
of the categories, nutrition, prevention, seasonal exercise, and other, what are the higher trafficked areas within the app and, and how what, what was the usage like? So along with those high-level KPIs around how it was downloaded and used, we were tracking behind the scenes to understand from a content standpoint what was resonating, what was working, you know, how fast were people leveling up to, to understand the, the app in the wild, how it was being used. So um, is there a way that you collect feedback from patients uh, uh, regarding their use of the app or what they like or what they'd like to see that they don't have yet? Or how do you, how do you get that, uh, uh, that user feedback? So we're fortunate that we have a consumer insights team within our marketing department. And with that group, there is the Aurora Health Share, which is an online community of existing patients and non-patients that have opted in um, to do surveys and other things for us. So we commissioned a group from this health share, and we asked them to download the app and use it um, over a period of time, and then we surveyed them on, on the effectiveness of the app. And at a very high level, I can throw some information at you. Um, users most commonly looked through activities, so 94 percent of the users who download the app and logged in were focused on the activities, which are going to these kind of incremental things they could do. Um, and 83% actually did some logging of activities where you uh, basically tap a button that says, I did this, and you get rewarded um, for points. Of that group, about 67% felt that the MyPath, which is the name of the app, was informative um, and the and the thought uh, the content was thought provoking and fun, so from a high level standpoint, there was a positive reaction to the application. Now, on the flip side, 88%, and this is a very high number, 88% who downloaded my path, um, they didn't necessarily use it past that initial uh, usage. Um, they poked around for a little bit, may have used it a few times, but it has a very high abandonment rate which is not necessarily abnormal for apps, but it's, it's fairly high. Um, and then the second part of that, which relates, I think, to the questions that uh, you were asking, is 50% of those users, because at this point the app just has some you know, it, light interactive functionality and doesn't tie back into the health record and some other things, 50% question the overall usefulness. While entertaining and fun and helpful, how in the long run was it going to help them um, really improve their health over time. So we were able to get direct and uh, honest feedback, which when you looked at it initially, it was like, wow, this you know, may have been perceived as not exactly what we wanted or a failure in some capacity. But it was a really great learning experience for us to validate from an experience standpoint what users are looking for with respect to uh, mobile experiences. How long do you think it will be before you uh, have the health records uh, integrated? That's one of the things we're really looking at right now. In fact, uh, in all full transparency, we're really on the fence on, on how much more effort we put into the MyPath application. You know, our uh, record, health record happens to be Epic, and as we meet with them and talk about their mobile vision, as we look at what Apple's doing in the space right now with that integration, um, we're at a strategic crossroads where we're trying to understand, do we expand it from a content standpoint, an integration standpoint, or in fact, do we abandon the app and go full into integrations with existing applications and devices? So we're, we're really at a crossroads here where we're trying to understand 
from a healthcare standpoint and from a technology standpoint and user experience, can we compete in this space or do we need to find the right partners to move forward? So there's a lot of work being done to say we know what consumers want, we know what the expectation is around mobile, what is the investment and the effort required to deliver on that and support it in the long run versus offering them existing solutions that may be branded or co-branded um, that actually provide the value that they're after. Uh, it sounds like you're pioneering uh, in many ways on this. I don't, at least I haven't run across uh, apps like uh, the one that you're describing uh, that are, you know, uh, custom created like you have. So uh, we really appreciate you uh, sharing your uh, experiences with us on the uh, podcast today. And uh, it's been very informative. Thank you for the opportunity. I mean, like, uh, well, you know, as I was throwing some stats out, mobile health is a um, very big space, and healthcare organizations really need to take a look at making some really strategic decisions, frankly, around buy versus build or partner. Where is the right way? Because consumers have high expectations for how mobile can help them. That device is in their hand. There's a great opportunity, and really understanding what it means to your long-term digital strategy, I think, is going to be critical for success. Well, for our listeners who will be attending the Shishman Conference, Jamie and his co-presenter, Cindy Moon-Mogush, who's the Senior Vice President of Communications at Aurora Healthcare, are going to be presenting their session on Tuesday, October 14th at 2.45 p.m. I would certainly urge you to attend. And to everyone, thanks for listening. <laughs>